Well, most people agree, and I do too, that a plan for retirement is necessary. And on today's show, we're going to tackle some retirement readiness and making sure that you're, you can answer three very important questions. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome. It is Financial Safari with Marty Neville, the author of the Amazon bestseller, Retirement Smart America. Marty also heads up Smart Money Solutions, so in Chicagoland and beyond. Uh, he has helped so many and is still with so many in guiding them through their retirement, being there for them. I think it's important to have a plan, as we're going to talk about. And it's also important to have a retirement specialist who can be somewhat of an accountability coach and definitely a guide through retirement. How are you doing, Marty? I'm doing great. The weather's starting to improve and cooperate and warm up, so... Things are looking brighter. Yeah. When is meteorological spring? <laughs> any, any, anything that has spring in it, I'm all Sometime for. by July, I think. <laughs> <laughs> right. In July, that one month of spring. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I know. You're right. Um, well, we're talking about a plan, and we're also talking about, uh, surely everybody has that that thought in their mind when they can retire and sort of working towards it. But you've put together some really important questions you need to be able to answer correctly for you uh, to make sure that you are on track. Uh, here's the first one. Um, what social security benefit am I in line for? What's best for me? And I know maximization is part of your process. Absolutely. So we put together the social security maximization report uh, in addition to the uh, guaranteed lifetime income plan. And that'll give us a greater, uh, more, uh, better look at exactly what you can expect when you're when you want to take your Social Security, when to take it, how to take it, wh when is the best time that'll optimize your benefits, and that's what the report will spell out. And if you don't have one of those uh, reports that the government sends, they just reformatted the whole thing, so you can go on ssa.gov and generate your own report so you can really take a look and see what to expect at, a, at whatever age you decide to take it, depending on when you retire, when's the optimal time to take your Social Security. So absolutely, that's what I want to I be able to make that report for you if you're already not taking your Social Security. And this way you can determine how much you can get at your full retirement age, or if you decide to wait till later, uh, you, can, you can wait till you're 70 to take your Social Security. You can defer it that long. But once you hit 70, you have to take your, your Social Security benefits. Yeah, it's uh, that's it. Uh, you can That's as long as you need to wait until yeah, 70. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and based Even on- Even if you're still working, you still have to you know take your Social Security at 70. So, yeah. And I have a lot of clients, they enjoy working. So they're, they're still working beyond 70 and they have to take their Social Security benefits, which is- not a terrible thing. No, it's not. It's, and even even before, I mean, you can, if you choose to not wait till 70, when it's full retirement age, you can continue to work and make as much as you want. Once exactly. you hit well, I'm, I'm 65. So my full retirement age is 66 and four months. Mm -hmm. uh, 66, you know, depending if once you were, once you hit, uh, if you were born 1960 or after your full retirement age is 67. So that's, that's the benchmark ages for full retirement age. I don't recommend taking your social security, especially if you're working 
prior to your full retirement age mm -hmm. because the income that you earn from your job will affect your social security benefit if you take it prior to your full retirement age so what, it's two for every one i mean one exactly. for every two you or dollar uh, you, yeah. yes you, you lose you lose one for every two over the limit so which is you 19 really have something. to yeah, it's 19860, I believe it yeah. is. Uh, I'd have to double check that. So don't don't quote me, folks. But um, yeah, it's it's something that's you really have to take into consideration if you're gonna if you want to start taking your Social Security now. If you're married, your spouse can take it. If she's not or he or she's not working, uh, but that's that's a whole another story. That's a whole another issue. Yeah, absolutely. Lo looking at what you should consider and yeah, even this next thing could factor into when you claim your Social Security, but certainly how you live in retirement. And that is determining the income that you will need. What kind can well, you get? When, during the first consultation, that's that's one of the main questions I ask is how much income are you looking for in retirement? Mm -hmm. So be prepared for that question when we meet folks, because uh, I'm, I need to know what your what your uh, thinking process is as far as how much income you're going to want or need in retirement. And I, there's a benchmark that I use, and it's basically, you know, 70, roughly 75 percent of your pre-retirement income in retirement. So if you make one hundred thousand uh, dollars, you can you can anticipate that your income in retirement will be about seventy five thousand dollars. It might be more because it depends on what sources you have. If you, you might have rental income, you might, you know, you're going to, you might have a pension, you social security distributions from your retirement accounts, interest and dividend. So there's a whole host of different sources of income that that'll add to that. And that's, again, what we're going to have. A, that's what we're going to talk about. At the first meeting is, is to determine what sources of income you have and how much your income is going to be. Yeah, and in that in that first meeting or the first couple of meetings, possibly with with Marty, uh, these questions like this will come up just to get you thinking about making sure that your bases are covered for retirement, and that's certainly why Marty is there and can be for you with a simple phone call to schedule at eight eight eight. 519-9096-888-519-9096. And if you're thinking about retiring before 65, or even if you're going to wait till you're Medicare eligible, you have to have that health care plan in place in your, in your mind and in your structured plan. Especially if you're retiring before 65. Yeah, exactly. That's something to really take into consideration is, is how are you going to pay for your health insurance? Because it's really expensive stuff. I mean, before I turned 65, I was paying $1,200 a month for me, just for me. Just for you, man. And so, yeah, so that's expensive. Uh, and, and when you turn 65, obviously Medicare kicks in. But don't forget, Medicare is going to kick in. You're going to have to buy the B. You're going to have to buy Medicare Part B. And you're going to have to buy a supplement. Uh, I, I have a nice plan. I have a G plan uh, with Mutual of Omaha. So, uh, that's something that, you know, I'm fully covered and I want to make sure that you're fully covered. You need to be, we all need to be fully sure. covered, especially when we turn 65 and above. Cause you know, things, things start happening yeah. <laughs> health wise. And, and, you know, you need to have, you need to protect yourself and all of your assets by making sure that you have proper, proper health insurance and medical insurance to cover all of your different things that might happen, you know, and including, you know, if you need eyeglasses, a hearing aid, a dental procedure, you know, whatever might might, might happen in your life, uh, you know, having the necessary and appropriate health insurance is really crucial. And that's something that's part of a good retirement plan is to make sure you're covered. 
Yeah, that's three things when you get older, they, they start breaking down eyes, ears, and teeth. <laughs> you really need to take a look at that. Um, and by the way, just to follow up on what we were talking about on Social Security um, from SSA.gov, uh, just just to make sure we clear that up, if you're in 2022, if you're under full retirement age, the annual earnings limit is 19560. If you will reach full retirement age in 2022, the limit on your earnings for the months before that is 51960. So mm-hmm. we're not saying if you if you're going to hit it in 2022, but you wouldn't take it. I mean, for heaven's sake, if you're going to hit, you can wait those months, right? Absolutely. I mean, I have no personally, I have no plan on taking my Social Security until I'm 70. And I've ran the report on myself, folks. So, so yes, I, yeah. I know where I stand, but but I'm going to be working. Uh, uh, you know, I don't plan on retiring anytime soon. I really love what I'm doing. I love meeting with everybody and putting together these plans and implementing them. So I have no intention on retiring anytime soon. So there would be no point or need for me to take my Social Security. So I'm, I'm just going to let it defer and, and continue to grow because every month that I uh, contribute to the system, obviously, my Social Security benefit will continue to grow. And the same for everybody. As long as you're working and paying into the system, your, your Social Security benefits are going to grow. So even if you go on SSA.gov and, and, and print out a report for yourself, those are today's numbers. They're going to change next week when you get your next paycheck. So be that in mind that it's going to it's it's going to be on the low side. That's the minimum that you're going to get uh, that you see on those reports that you can generate on at SSA.gov. Well, and growth, proper growth in your retirement and for long retirement is how Marty plans because people are living longer. Protection from retirement pitfalls and income built into your retirement as well. And certainly in addition to Social Security, which we were just talking about, that's all part of the the plan that as Marty opened up with, it's critical to have for retirement. So here's a good first start. Sit down with someone who's a retirement specialist. Marty's schedule is busy, but he does open it up on this show every week. So here's your opportunity to schedule with Marty at no cost, no obligation. Absolutely. I do every every week. I meet with everybody that calls into the show. Uh, sometimes I'm a, I'm a little bit behind, so I, I like I'm about two weeks out right now. So so give me be patient with me as far as meeting, uh, and, and you know write down all your questions. So give me a call. My number is eight 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 five one nine nine zero nine six, and we'll we'll meet at one of my convenient offices, and we'll put together a guaranteed lifetime income plan. Uh, that's really important. It's crucial. It's comprehensive. It goes into all of the uh, different sources of income that you have, and everybody should have one. So if you don't have one, you need to give me a call at 888-519-9096. And in addition to that, you'll get a copy of my book, Retirement Smart America, and we'll also put together that Social Security Maximization Report for you, all at no cost or obligation. So give me a call. Again, my number is 888-519-9096. And it's a, it's a comprehensive review. I mean, it analyzes uh, tax implications the future could hold for you uh, and getting uh, good proactive tax strategies in place, which we're going to talk about in a moment here. Uh, Marty does run that Social Security Maximization Report, uh, making sure that you can that you get the most out of that. And what is best for you, though? He's looking at you, not a, not a cookie-cutter report. Uh, in short, he customizes that retirement plan for you, and it's based on your individual needs 
needs and wants in retirement, how you want to live in your retirement. Everyone's situation is different. So it is. Uh, cu- these are custom-built plans. It's all about getting your retirement roadmap. Uh, the number to call is 888-519-9096. You get a copy of Marty's book, Retirement Smart America, as well, 888 888- Five one nine nine zero nine six, and as when we get off the air, Marty may take a very very quick break, but his staff brings him the numbers of those who've called in, and he calls you back and and gets you scheduled eight 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 five one nine nine zero nine six. It's financial safari. Much more to come after a break, Marty. What is next? Well, uh, you know, everybody should have a Roth IRA, and they're a great tool for investors to leave wealth to their heirs. And they're tax-free. They don't require RMDs when you turn certain ages at all uh, during their during your lifetime. So that's that, that's fantastic. But when we come back, we're going to talk about some strategies to make sure you pass it along in the right manner. Stay tuned. Back with Financial Safari and into the conversation, a great one it is, as always, with Marty Neville of Smart Money Solutions and author of the book, uh, Retirement Smart America. It's all about retirement with Marty, and that's what he can talk to you about, because it's all about your retirement when you get with Marty. Everyone's different, and although one thing that's universal is everyone needs a plan for retirement, but everyone's plan can be a little different because your situation is unique. Uh, We talked about... um, proactive tax strategies, good uh, tax strategies to consider, not just for yourself, but for your heirs as well. And so Marty going to break down Roth for us here a little bit. And it's of course, Roth contributions are made with after tax money and any distributions you take are tax free, as long as you're at least uh, 59 and a half and have had a Roth IRA account for at least five years. And as you said, you're going to look at some strategies to make sure that you can even pass along uh, the Roth in a tax free manner. I mean, that, a, a Roth is great to pass on because even though the secure act eliminated the stretch IRA with traditional IRAs, if it's a Roth, it really doesn't matter, does it? Correct. Correct. So it doesn't matter. And that's the good thing. So yes, there is no tax advantage by contributing to a Roth. Uh, and, and you have to, we, I should def- definitely take a minute to differentiate between a Roth 401k and a Roth IRA. Yeah. Now the Roth 401k is through your through your company, through your job, it's a payroll tax deduction that goes into the Roth 401k. Uh, a Roth IRA, you can set up at a bank or set up at a brokerage house. The contribution limits are hugely different. So the contribution limits, depending on how old you are, let's say you're over 50, the contribution limits to a Roth IRA are $7,000 a year. The contribution limits to a Roth 401k are $27,000 a year. Right. So there's a huge difference because the, the, the Roth 401k is, again, it's payroll deduction. There's no tax advantage. It's an after-tax contribution. So you won't see any any tax savings on your income. And one other big important part about a Roth 401k versus a Roth IRA is a Roth 401k, if it's left at the company, Mm -hmm. there is a mandatory required distribution if you turn 72. So it's easily remedied. You just roll it over and convert it to a Roth IRA. But you have to remember that if you leave it at the company and you and you turn 72, there's going to be a mandatory distribution. Even though there's no tax consequence, 
there's still going to be a mandatory. So it's just a matter of rolling it over into a Roth IRA, and that eliminates that problem. Yeah. But yes, it's it's uh, it's it is a good vehicle to to pass along tax free wealth. Uh, you know, there are conversions that can be done, which is a whole nother show, really. Mm-hmm. But uh, something something else to think about and talk about. And I am doing quite a few conversions, but it's got to make sense, uh, you know, f- financially and tax wise to do those. So, yes, it is it is a tax free legacy that you're leaving, which is important. So uh, something to something to consider and something to have a conversation about when we meet. And, you know, and mentioning earlier, the SECURE Act did uh, eliminate the stretch IRA. So an inherited IRA must be, except for the spouse, must be liquidated in 10 years. And that even does apply to the Roth, although you're not dealing with taxes there. Is it, though, should you be careful for what, how you do it and what tax bracket you could end up in? With- well, a lot of that, you know, is is part of the contribution side of it. When, you know, I have people that have been for years, they've been contributing to the traditional 401ks. And then they say, well, let's do some Roth and have some Roth. And it also depends on how old you are and when you plan to retire. If you're going to retire next year, let's say, mm-hmm. it kind of doesn't make sense to start a Roth at that point because you can't contribute enough that's going to make much of a difference. But if you've still got 10 or 15 years worth of work uh, ahead of you, it, it might make sense to to uh, to start that Roth at work of 401k. But you also have to take into consideration doing it all cold turkey, so to speak, putting all of it from the traditional side to the Roth, you're going to see a huge spike in your taxes. You would so, on that conversion, yeah. Right. So it might just make sense to do a little bit at a time. So maybe do a 50-50 split, do 50 in the traditional and do 50 in the Roth. So yeah, it, th- that would be something you know that you want to really be careful to not kill yourself tax-wise right. by all of a sudden switching to the Roth from the traditional side. Another big problem is is, uh, is failing to name a proper beneficiary. What happens um, if you don't I, for your well, it, it you know whoever is named you have to name somebody on your beneficiary and you know I've had okay. people that get divorced I've had people that the, somebody a spouse dies uh, so it's something it's really important to make sure that uh, if you do get divorced you want to change the beneficiary designation uh, because that will rule and hold up in court if it's challenged whoever's named as the beneficiary so you really you really want to be careful. And check that every so often to make sure that the people that you want to get the money are going to get the money. Yeah, and that was one thing, too, back uh, on the Roth. So if you inherit a Roth IRA and you're not the spouse, you do have to liquidate in 10 years. Uh, It's no taxes due. But should you be careful, though, like uh, instead of doing a lump sum? Should you? Is it best to spread it out as far as tax strategy? That really doesn't matter because there's no matter. tax consequence. So whatever I was just earns, thinking bracket. Whatever, that wouldn't affect your tax bracket you're in. It right? wouldn't have any impact at all if oh, you inherited okay. a, a Roth IRA or Roth a four, even a 401k. It's, it's irrelevant. Uh, but the, the thing you still have to be careful of is if you don't take it within that 10 years, there's still going to be a penalty, even though there's you. no tax consequence, right. you know, the government's okay. still going to attack, uh, give you a, a penalize you for not following the rules. So, uh, you know, that's, that's my job is to make sure that you're compliant and you, you, you stay compliant and you do what you need to do as far as the, uh, as far as the distributions are concerned, even on a Roth, you know, in most cases with a Roth, uh, an inherited Roth IRA, you could just take all the money and put it into a separate account from there 
uh, you know, if you wanted to, so you don't have to worry about the 10 year rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in a lot of cases, it's, it may make sense to keep it as a Roth, keep it as an inherited Roth because it's, don't forget it's growing tax free. So maybe so go all the way to the year 10 and let it grow. Exactly. Go to year 10, let it keep growing tax exempt. And then at the same time, when the, when you hit year 10, then do the, uh, the, do the distribution to yourself and roll it over into some other account that you want to. But uh, it, there's a lot of different strategies that go in being in, in inheriting a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA. So there's a lot of different strategies that you need to understand uh, to make sure that you handle things properly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's what we're going over now. Uh, good breakdown uh, from Marty on the differences between Roth 401k and Roth IRA, looking at legacy strategies involving the Roth, uh, all things that Marty can go over with you and answer your questions on with that comprehensive review that he offers, 888-519-9096, We're talking about failing to name a beneficiary, and, and I, I would assume that if you're, if you're married, you're obviously you're going to put your spouse as the beneficiary. But what happens after that? Do you if need you a, like your spouse? If you like your spouse, that's right. If you like, good point. If you like your spouse, do you? I mean, should you have a secondary beneficiary, or what happens with that? You can always have a contingent beneficiary. So, so assuming you're married, you can make your spouse the primary beneficiary, and if you have children. The, the children would be the contingent beneficiary. So if, God forbid, your spouse die, predeceases you, uh, then the, the next beneficiary gen, then designation would be to the contingent beneficiaries, which would be your children. So, uh, and that's, you know, if, if your spouse were pre, to, to predecease you, we could always change the beneficiary designation to make the children the primary. Or if you don't have children, whoever you're going to name, it could be cousins, relatives, a charity, what, whoever you're going to leave that money to, uh, you want to make sure that the the uh, beneficiary designation is always accurate and correct the way you want it. Okay, and uh, so yeah, and non non spouses, we've mentioned you've got ten years that you've got to get it out. Doesn't matter what the spouse. So that's the only way the stretch IRA um, lives on. Um, right. What other right. mistakes can you make with this as far as um, possibly establishing a trust incorrectly or? What other what other mistakes do you help your clients avoid? Well, for example, I've, what I've seen in, in some cases is, okay, you've got your beneficiary designations on your retirement accounts, Roth IRAs, traditional IRAs, uh, life insurance policies, and then you have different beneficiaries maybe in your trust. And, and so sometimes they don't jive or mesh, but it depends on how long ago you set up the beneficiary designations on your IRAs and other accounts, life insurance policies, annuities, uh, 401ks. So, so sometimes, you know, things change in life and you want to make sure that the beneficiary designations are going to be going to the people that you want the money to go to. And sometimes, you know, like I said, a divorce, you might be in a second marriage and you never change the beneficiary designation on that life insurance policy. And your, your ex-spouse could, could very well be the beneficiary on a life insurance policy when you never changed, never made that change. So it's really important to keep an eye on that. And especially in a trust, when you're setting up a trust or if you do have, get remarried uh, in the second marriage for one or both of you, 
having that trust uh, updated and corrected to make sure that everything is the way you want it. So it's really important. It's all in the details. And, and though that's, you know, I'm a detail oriented individual and, and, and looking to, to make sure that everything is situated properly to protect you in an appropriate manner. And looking at not just Roth legacy strategies, but the Roth strategies for you now and looking down the road, uh, because it can be a, a good proactive tax strategy mix to add to your plan. Well, what is your plan and do you have a plan? And if the answer to that is yes I, or, or, or no, I really don't have any a, a solid plan. Here's another opportunity to sit down with Marty and get started on it. Absolutely. So for the next 15 minutes, we're going to put together uh, uh, whoever calls in is we're going to set up a time to put together these plans for you at no cost or obligation. The uh, guaranteed lifetime income plan and the Social Security maximization report. We're going to have a conversation about all these different issues to make sure that you're properly covered and protected and you have a trust that's that's properly positioning uh, every, all of your assets, not just your money, but your house, your cars, your family heirlooms, whatever. So we're going to make sure that your trust is appropriately uh, position your estate plan your financial plan your tax plan uh, so give me a call so we can't i can't do anything until you call so give me a call at 888-519-9096 and we'll again meet at one of my offices I, i'll have a copy of my book retirement smart america for everybody i meet with at the office and uh, these are no cost no obligation consultations they're very comprehensive and i have offices throughout the entire area so give me a call at 888 888- Five one nine nine zero nine six. When you do call, you'll hear my friendly voice on that recording. Just leave me a message, and I will get back to you sometime this morning. And it will be Marty calling you back, absolutely. And then when you sit down with Marty, it's just like the Marty you you hear on the show. He's just going to talk and. Plain talk, just breaking down what can seem overwhelming and complicated into clear instructions. So a very educational process and informative one it is as well. 888-519-9096. Again, 888-519-9096. Another quick break, Marty, but there is more to come. What's on the agenda for next segment? Well, you know, Dave, it's interesting. Sometimes the little things can make the biggest difference. So when we come back after the break, we're going to highlight some simple things to help you save more that can help you achieve the kind of retirement that you've always wanted. Stay tuned. Hey, we're back. It's Financial Safari, and Marty Neville is the author of the Amazon bestseller, Retirement Smart America. Also heads up Smart Money Solutions, and he heads up an effort called retirement, (laughs) getting people (laughs) retired the right way. That's what it's about. And even if you're uh, close to retirement, making sure that you do everything you can to have as much as you can and as much as Marty can have to work with you on building your retirement. That's actually what we're going to look at, um, how the little things can make a big difference. Uh, in, in your savings. It really does. Yeah. It matters. And it's interesting, though, Dave, is that you, the, the interesting point that you just made is my clients are my age. I mean, I'm I'm 65. I'm a baby boomer. Uh-huh. And all my all people my age are the ones getting ready to retire. So so I, right. I'm working with people my age. I understand what this what this what the situations are in their lives and, and what they're facing because I'm facing the same things. Exactly. And so it's, it's good. Yeah. So yeah, a, 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 you know, when it comes to retirement and saving and putting together things, that's, you know, that's my forte and that's what I'm going to help you with. Um, you know, so 
save as I, I always encourage people to save as much as possible. If you put an extra one percent into your savings, mm-hmm. that could have a huge, huge difference over the long term. And it, again, it depends on when you're going to retire. But uh, I, you know, hey, I raised my kids. You know, start retire, start saving for retirement now, and they're in the, they're all in their twenties. Uh, because before you know it, you know, you're going to be at that point and you're going to have a nice little nest egg that you're going to be able to live on properly. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the key is putting together, putting together the savings, putting that money on the side and forgetting about it. And then when the time comes, it's going to be there for you to generate that income that you're going to need. Cause let's face it, once that W2 paycheck goes away, uh, you know, it's up to you to generate your income and, and create your own personal pension plan. And you're relying on what you did, uh, largely, of course, leading up to your retirement. You know, in the era of now our age of uh, very brief into an age of high inflation, if you get a raise, should you maybe pull a little bit out for yourself for a cost of living adjustment and then look at putting the rest in some type savings vehicle? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. If you get a raise, you know, you've been living without that raise now. So if you get a raise, take that extra money and throw it on the side. If you're not fully maxed out on your 401k, put it in your 401k. You've been living without it and now continue to live without it, but mm-hmm. put it in and save that extra amount. Uh, if you get a bonus, I have a lot of clients who get the bonus and they, they save that bonus. They, uh, they've been living without it. They don't necessarily need that bonus that they get. Uh, so, so take it and put it into a savings account or a brokerage account or, or your 401k. If, again, if you're not maxed out, max out your 401k contributions with, with part of that bonus or that raise, definitely. So again, the more money you save, the more money you have in retirement, the happier you'll be. Mm-hmm. And, and, the, and uh, you know, p- properly saving, properly putting it away for yourself, that's, that's the all-important element that you want to make sure that you cover so you can uh, live properly when you do uh, decide it's time to time to hang up the old uh, roller skates and, hmm. and and put your feet firmly on the ground. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, we're looking at how the little things can make a difference. Now, I had to check Rosetta Stone on these next two words, um, tax refund. Uh, I didn't know <laughs> what language that was. No, I'm kidding. I mean, we've all gotten them. Um, if you do get a tax refund, that's found money. I mean, it's actually exactly. not found money. It's money they held for you for a while, but right, they're yeah. giving back to you interest free, of course. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> but that's that's something. It's perfect to put in some type of savings vehicle. Absolutely, you can deposit your uh, your tax refund into your either a traditional or a Roth IRA. There's a special form eight 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 eight. That's the form number that you could use to uh, to put your uh, to, to deposit your refund into your retirement account, and and you know you, you've lived with, again you've lived without that money, you've overpaid your taxes, you're getting back some money. Let's uh, let's do the right thing with it and save it rather than you know hey let's go out and have a party. <laughs> Right. You know, yeah. if you're if you're if you're my age, you know, the, the big party days are, mm-hmm. are kind of over. You know, you've got want to enjoy life now. But, you know, it's it's uh, I've it's the, seen plenty the, of people stimulate the economy with their tax refund. Though. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, a lot of people that go out and, they'll, you know, depending on how much you get, they'll, they'll go out and they'll, you know, I would say either pay down debt if you have debt. Yes. Or put it into your retirement account. Cause uh, you know, once getting rid of that debt, that's, that's all important. And that's something that I, I'm a big, 
fan of is getting rid of any any debt that you might have occur, uh, accrued uh, over the past several, especially during the pandemic. And if you were laid off and, and using your credit cards and whatnot, you know, let's let's uh, get back on a, a solid footing by getting rid of that debt. And using your tax refund could be one use. But then again, on the other hand, you can use it to uh, put it in the old savings account or the 401k and uh, prepare yourself for your future. Windfalls, of course. And I mean, that could be uh, winning the lottery to getting a bonus that you don't get every year or even inheriting money. An inheritance. Absolutely. I have a lot of clients that, you know, I had a client uh, two weeks ago whose father passed away finally. And and then she called me and told me that her, you know, what her inheritance was going to be about $350,000. So that's, you know, using that money, you know, saving that money. That's going to help. That's going to go a long way because she's getting ready to retire in a few years. So that extra $350,000 is going to make a huge difference in her retirement. Uh, Even though she's done a good job saving and she's been a client of mine for a number of years, and I've known her for a number of years longer than that, but uh, she's done a great job saving. She's, She's prepared uh, for the f- for the future, but that extra three fifty is going to go a long way to help make it. So yes, if you win, you know, if you go to Vegas and win, or if you uh, mm. if you receive a bonus or an inheritance, or uh, you know, get a raise, uh, and some some kind of windfall comes in, you know, let's let's talk and use it wisely, as they say, and uh, make sure that uh, instead of spending it and blowing it, uh, make sure that it's going to be because because going out and doing things or taking a vacation, you know, you're going to take those vacations anyway. But let's not let's not go hog wild with uh, some money that you could really use and that's going to benefit you long term rather than putting it, uh, you know, to, to bad use. Let's put it to good use. Yeah, savings tips from Marty Neville, and uh, many of Marty's clients are in that that financial red zone, fifty five plus, and you get those last ditch efforts. Uh, he he can help with great tips like this. Eight eight eight. Five one nine nine zero nine six. The important thing is get that plan together. As you're fifty five plus, you need to start being in retirement mode of thinking. Eight 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 five one nine nine zero nine six. And if you are still working, uh, you've said it countless times, Marty. Of course, it's a no brainer. The match. Get it. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> 401k match. Yeah. If, the, if your company offers a match, and, and a lot of companies eliminated the match during the pandemic, mm-hmm. and they're starting to get back to it now. So, yes, if your company offers that match, never stop contributing. It's never too late to start. And if you are contributing, and keep keep contributing. Don't stop. And especially if they offer that match, definitely put in enough to get the full match. Uh, nothing I like better than my clients receiving a free money and especially money that's going to not count towards the total. So the maximum, if you're over 50, the maximum you can contribute, let's say, to a 401k is 27000 It's 20500 plus the catch-up 6500 27000 The match is over and above that. So you can still contribute 27000 yeah. and the, the match is. is not disqualified. So make sure that you get that match that's really, really important. Uh, that's ex- That's free money that you're getting. It's usually vested immediately. 
and everything that you don't, that you legitimately not pay in taxes, you know, uh, <laughs> is yours to save. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, find ways to lower your taxes. You know, you have, we have certain deductions. You know, if you have a lot of medical bills, I hope not, but I hope you're healthy. But if you have a lot of medical bills up to a certain point, 7.5% over and above your your income, so you have to make sure you're, you know, you have that. You have, might have charitable contributions. Um, I, I mean, when my parents died, I donated so much of their stuff and furniture and clothing and mm-hmm. shoes, and it was amazing. So charitable contributions, you know, you still have those uh, property taxes, mortgage interest if you have a mortgage. So, yes, maximize those deductions to minimize your tax liability. And I've been doing taxes for my clients for years and years and years. I'm not open to the public. I know it's tax season, folks, but don't call and ask if I can do your taxes. If you're not a client, I'll do, I'll decline doing your taxes unless you become a client. But uh, I, I do enjoy doing my clients' taxes because it gives me an opportunity to keep track of their specific tax situation and where I can help them in the future as far as their tax liability. So, Yes. The less you pay in taxes, the more money you have in your pocket. That's it. That's it. And the more you save and and, and saving smartly, um, yeah. it, it helps you have more money in your pocket in retirement. And that's what it's all about. The smart retirement planning and smart money solutions is the name of his firm. And Marty mm-hmm. takes the time to, to get with you even on the weekends after the show is over. He will call you back if you take advantage of the opportunity to get on his schedule. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, you know, putting together the plans, that's what we're going to do. That's the first thing I'm going to do. We're going to have an initial consultation. It's informational only, you know, because people ask me all the time, what's my process? What's my procedures? The first meeting we have is informational. We're going to get to know each other, get to know each other a little better. If we, if you like me, if I, you know, I mean, cause you might not, you might not like me, even though, even though that's, I can't see how that's possible. I can't either. <laughs> I really can't. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, but you know, we get to know each other. It's informational. I put together the plans. I go back to the office. My staff will, will put together the plans for you. We'll meet again. So that's the process. It's a simple process. Uh, it's it's no pressure. I'm not there to, you know, twist your arm or make you do anything you're not comfortable with. And we go through the plan. It's a lifetime plan. It goes to age 100. So it's it's not some short-term plan that you're, that you're probably used to getting. So give me a call so we can start the process. 888-519-9096 is my number. I'll be happy to sit down with you and we'll put together these plans for you again. And the best part is I'm not going to charge you for it. I'm not, I don't have a, I don't have a billing department, so there's no cost or obligation for me to do this for you. I enjoy doing it. I love doing it. I love meeting new people and putting these plans together and making sure that you have a smooth transition into retirement. Can't do anything unless you call though. So 888-519-9096 is my number and everybody gets a copy of my book, Retirement Smart America at the office. Yeah, it's really all about getting on Marty's schedule because it isn't no cost, no obligation. It's just getting on his schedule, which is busy. And so he does have limited opportunities, but opportunities nonetheless. He, he opens up his schedule on this show every week, 888-519-9096, to schedule a comprehensive review with Marty, 888-519-9096. And Q&A, Marty, it's, it's how you roll. It's how you close the show. <laughs> Absolutely. Just when you think, Dave, just when you think that every conceivable question has been asked, that might not be the case. Well, we're going to find out right after the break.
We are back to Q&A, the questions from the listeners with Marty Neville on the show Financial Safari. Consumer advocate Dave Perkins here with the author of the Amazon bestseller, That is Marty Neville. His book is Retirement Smart America. His firm is Smart Money Solutions, and it is all about retiring. Retiring, and I like to say retiring in 2022 because the strategies change over time. I mean, just one thing, for instance, we're we're living longer, so Marty plans longer for people. He has to, and he builds in that income uh, for longer periods because, yeah, retirement is longer than it's ever been. Any questions you have for Marty, he's available to answer them for you. We talked about Roth IRAs earlier. This first question from Schomburg is related, and it's a really good question. What is the five-year waiting rule for Roth IRAs? Well, actually, there's two. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. There's uh, two uh, five-year waiting periods uh, for, for the Roth. One is for contributions that you might make. Uh, if you make contributions to a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k, uh, once you establish that Roth, there's a five-year waiting period uh, for you to, to take distributions from that on a tax-free basis. So if you make contributions to a Roth IRA, uh, there's a five-year waiting period before you can start taking distributions. The other five-year waiting period relates to conversions, Roth conversions. So if you convert money from your traditional IRA or tr- traditional 401k, if you do a conversion to a Roth, there's a five-year waiting period for that also. So each, and, and the difference is each conversion that you do, and I have clients for tax reasons, they do a, they do a conversion every year mm-hmm. be, uh, because they don't want to push themselves into a higher tax bracket by converting too much every year or one time. So we do a conversion every year. Each conversion has a five-year waiting period. So, for each one. So, there's, yeah. so, so for each conversion that you do, there's a five-year waiting period. And with there's only one waiting period. So if you open up a Roth 401k, even though you might contribute for years, once that five-year period is up, you could start taking it out. As long as you're 59 and a half, uh, you could start taking distributions from a Roth 401k or IRA without a tax. But it's got to be a, you got to still got to wait that five-year period. That that in a lot of cases that doesn't apply because people have had their their Roths for years. Mm-hmm. But it does have an impact if you're doing conversions. So, so keep that in mind that if you're going to do a conversion, uh, it's going to it's going to be uh, some time before you can touch each one of them five years. And that, and we've actually had questions that were that specific. So I'm glad you cleared that up. So, so contribution it's the one, and for conversion it's a five year for each one. Correct. For each conversion okay. that you do, yeah. each conversion has a, has a five-year waiting period all in of its own, even though it's going, might be even going in the same account. Yeah. yeah. So you might be, you, you know, they might be, you might be commingling each conversion into the same account. Each, each, uh, the, the account, the company who's handling the, the receipt of that conversion has to keep track of how much and when it was put in. Okay, very good. Thank you for the question. Uh, Elmhurst is next. I signed up for a 20-year term life insurance policy about 10 years ago because it was so much cheaper than a whole life policy. But now I'm being told that my premiums are about to more than double next year when I turn 64. Is this normal? Yeah, well, in, in a lot of cases, yes. Once you uh, term insurance, um, they guarantee the premium for that term that you buy, sign up for. But once that term is over, um, yeah, so 
So yes, the premiums can go uh-huh. crazy because you're older now and your life expectancy is shorter. So the insurance company would rather not pay out right. uh, on that on the death benefit. So they they raise the premiums. Now, depending on you know, there's always you always have to ask your question is okay, you're you're 64. Do you need that life insurance at that point in your life? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it is it important to have it? But yes, you have to remember as you get older, the premiums on life insurance is going to go up. So yes, I would I would say yes, that's normal, and that would be anticipated because life insurance companies again, they're going to have to. If you buy a hundred thousand dollar life insurance policy, you know, and you're seventy, uh, the chances of them paying that out. Uh, upon your death sooner than a 50 year old person. So the premiums are going to be substantially higher. So, so that would be something that would, you would anticipate and expect. Yes, it's normal. Um, unfortunately, but yeah. true. Yeah. But yeah, but hopefully you asked this before doing anything where you've got time to at least sit down with Marty, these consultations he offers are great second opinion opportunities. So the number to call to schedule that is 888 888- Five one nine nine zero nine six from Manuka. Uh, my husband died about six months ago, and he left me a significant amount of life insurance. It's way more money than we ever had during our thirty-year marriage, so I'm grateful for it. It's also overwhelming. What is the best first step for me to take in deciding how to handle it? My number is eight 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 five one nine nine zero nine six. That my really is a, a good first step, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, my condolences to your to the yeah. loss of your husband. I, my apologies. I didn't mean to joke about it, but uh, I, I, my condolences to you uh, after thirty years of marriage and losing your husband. Yeah. Uh, I, my, um, I do apologize for that. But yes, I would definitely give me a call to set up a time to meet and have a discussion. That money you received from the life insurance is tax free, so there's no tax consequence, uh, depending on where you invest it. Whatever that money might earn is taxable uh, as a, either a capital gain or interest income or however you have it positioned. But I would definitely uh, consider giving me a call so we can have a, a sit down, a discussion, what would be the best um, the best approach and the best uh, strategy in, in where to invest that money. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to use that money in retirement? It doesn't, it doesn't say how old you are in the question. But I'm I'm going to assume you're close to my age in your you know thirty 60s, year marriage. She said thirty year yeah. marriage. So you might be in your fifties. You might be in your sixties. So let's have a uh, let's have a let's have a discussion about uh, which way might be the best way to to approach it, and uh, and and what the goal would be to use that money for, and and make sure it's properly positioned. That's going to benefit you for the long term. So give me a call and we'll, uh, we'll set up a time to meet at one of my offices. You're in Manuka. You're probably uh, closest to my Orland park office. Uh, it's in the South suburbs. So I have an Orland park office. We can sit down and uh, set up a time to meet at that office and, and, and talk about what your goals and what your objectives and desires are. So Give me a call so we can start that process. Yeah, I mean, and, and she didn't ask what's a good first step. So, and that truly is a good first step. At no cost, no obligation to sit exactly. down with Well, that's, that's the key is there's no cost or obligation. I'm yeah. going to pressure you into doing something that you're not com- uh, comfortable with or familiar with. I wanted you to understand what my process is and what, uh, what I would recommend doing. But, uh, the, you know, the first step would be having an initial consultation to put together, put together a plan and, and go forward from there. 
and 888-519-9096. Again, it's how you reach Marty. Uh, A lot of Roth conversation today. Last question uh, from Kenosha, Wisconsin. I've done Roth IRA conversions every year for the past several years. Now, I'm going to retire in two years with $80,000 in my traditional Roth IRA traditional Roth IRA. I guess they just mean in their Roth IRA. Should Correct, I yeah. should I continue the the conversion process? Uh, well, if you're going to retire in 2 years, don't forget there's a 5-year waiting period for each conversion that you do. So, uh, if you're going to want to start drawing on that money if, as soon as you retire in 2 years, I would venture to say no. Um, I would say don't do the conversion. Uh, bear in mind, I'm assuming you're converting from either the 401k at work or the, or your IRAs on the outside, but, um, you have to, you know, you're going to have a tax consequence either way. If you take money from the, from the IRA, or if you take, uh, convert, if you convert it, you have to pay the tax. So either way, you're going to have that tax liability. Chances are you're converting more than you would be taking as a distribution. Mm -hmm. So it probably might be best at this point to stop the conversions because of the waiting period and you can't take that money for five years uh, rather than uh, rather than wait it out for additional three years after you retire. So, um, but again, I don't know much, uh, much more about your situation than just what you asked. So it's hard for me to make a complete judgment or, or give you a, give you a, a, a complete opinion without knowing more about your situation and how much you're going to need to draw off of that money once you do retire. So let's set up a time to meet so I can get all the information I need. Uh, but, but generally speaking, just from the answers, just from the question and the way it was asked, I would say it might be in your best interest to stop the conversions at this point and uh, con- keep contributing to your uh, 401k at work uh, for the tax advantage that you're going to get on the decreased in income tax from those contributions that are coming off of your income pre-tax. Yeah, I think it's great, too, that you close the show answering questions from listeners. But, of course, you can get more specific, dig a little deeper in the conversation if you schedule that that consultation with Marty. Here's that final opportunity for this week to do that. Well, for the last 10 listeners who call me at 888-519-9096, we will sit down and have these conversations and talk about your specific wants, needs, goals, and desires, and how we could put together a plan and structure things for you that are going to make it, make it happen and make it a smooth transition. So uh, I will put together the Guaranteed Lifetime Income Plan as well as the Social Security Maximization Report. We'll have a conversation about, about what your aspirations are. Are you going to move? Are you going to stay here? Are you going to you have grandchildren. What's the situation? I need to know. So uh, give me a call so we can set up a time. You will hear my voice uh, when you call and the recording. So just leave me a message, leave me your name and phone number, and I will get back to you sometime this morning. 888-519-9096 is the number to call. And we'll, I'll be the one calling you back and I'll be the one meeting with you. I have people, they call in the show all the time and they want to meet with me. They don't want to meet with any of my associates and I get that. So you will set up a time and we will get together personally. I'll meet with you. And it's really easy to do. No cost, no obligation to schedule this comprehensive review with Marty. 
519-9096-888-519-9096. It really is about Marty learning you, your unique situation, and and in knowing your unique financial situation, it better helps him put together and craft these strategies in a custom fashion for you. It starts with that initial consultation, 888-519-9096. Again, 888-519-9096. And uh, we're about to go off the air. So for those who call in now or have called, Marty will be calling you back to schedule this at a time convenient for you. And Marty, I do hope you have a great week ahead and we'll get together next week. Absolutely. Looking forward to it as always. Have a great week, Dave. And we will see you next week here on Financial Safari. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.